in case you didn't tune in last episode, after today, we have two episodes left before the end of season one. I am so excited that we have gotten this far with the podcast. When I started recording, I had absolutely no clue how this was going to go. Uh, Just as a heads up, even though I will be taking a break for the holidays, I may pop in here and there with a bonus episode. No promises on that, but I can promise that I will continue to be active on Instagram. I'm on there pretty much every day. So if you are on Instagram and you're not already following, check out the page at Healthy Wealthy Roots. Let's jump into today's episode. Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. October was particularly difficult for me. I mean, this whole year has been difficult for me and for most people around the world. Uh, I have met maybe a handful of people who are doing just fine this year. And I'm sure that a lot of us are probably jealous of that. But because of how difficult October was and the year was, I decided that I was over 2020. And as soon as November hit, I threw up my Christmas decorations and I do not care about it. I actually have my Christmas tree lights and my mantle place lights on right now. uh, And I just did my toes in a bright, festive Christmas red just for this episode uh, because I wanted to get into the spirit. So the thing about the holidays is, yes, we have a lot of positive uh, emotions that we experience. There's a lot of joy, uh, happiness in terms of spending time with people that we care about. For me, I enjoy eating delicious food, lots and lots of it, um, and desserts. And for um, gift receiving holidays like Christmas, uh, getting and giving things that people enjoy, all of those things are really. Uh, lovely aspects to the holidays. And for me, since I moved to the United States for college, uh, ever since then, most of my holidays, it's meant flying back home, being back in my home country, seeing the people that I know and love the best, uh, and so on. So yes, you can have positive emotions that come with the holidays. But there are other experiences that we kind of need to pay attention to. And so I wanted to bring those to your awareness. The holidays can be a high stress time. Uh, Just in general, there is just more things on your to-do list at this time of the year. And you may feel pressure to 
accomplish all of the things and check off all of the to-do lists, but just remind yourself that you are a human being. You are not a robot, and robots may be able to do everything, but human beings cannot. We have limits. Uh, So that's one thing to just pay attention to. Another thing that people experience during the holidays for many people is grief and sadness around loss. Um, Because we're spending time with loved ones at this time of the year, it can bring up feelings of grief when you reflect on people who are no longer in your life for whatever reason or um, the fact that we're coming towards the end of the year and facing a new year with New Year's resolutions and so on. There can be a sense of grief and loss over the things that you did not accomplish this year that you hoped to. And the pandemic has added an additional layer to all of this for a lot of people. So because we are um, supposed to be socially distancing, we are not going to have the same holiday like we used to in, the, in years past um, because it's, it's not going to look the same just for everyone's health and safety. Uh, and then there are people who have lost loved ones this year because of the pandemic. And even if you haven't lost loved ones, there is a genuine sense of loss that I have noticed both within myself and with a lot of the people who I encounter in my work life. Uh, because in a lot of ways, we've we've lost some of our identity this year. We have lost um, the sense of predictability and uh, stability in terms of what we can expect our life to look like. And so as the year winds down, there is uh, that just weighing on people. Um, and it's been, what, nine months now, nine, ten months of this. So in general, people are really tired and there is a sense of sadness that comes. The thing about grief, though, is that it comes in waves. And that is helpful for me to remind myself because you can be going about your day and you're doing just fine. And then all of a sudden you feel a sense of sadness just wash over you. And it's related to whatever your grief is about, whether it's a lost loved one or what have you. Uh, But the thing about a wave is it comes in and then it goes out. And that sense of sadness will go out. If you do find yourself sitting in that sadness for an extended period of time, then that may be indicative of a depressive experience versus a sadness. And those are two completely different things. Another way that the pandemic has affected us this year is a lot of people 
do not have the money that they are used to having at this time of the year. Um, I know at work I have had more than one family talk about um, not knowing what they're going to do about Christmas presents for the kids. Uh, and that is uh, a reality that a lot of people are facing. A lot of people are not going to have all of the holiday foods this year. Um, and so I'll talk a little bit about what we can do for other people in a moment. One of the things that I would encourage you to do, and this is something that I am getting better at doing, is checking in with yourself. Just here and there, at some random time in the day, if it helps, you can maybe set a reminder on your phone. Uh, check in with yourself and ask yourself, how am I feeling? How am I doing? Am I doing too much? If you are doing too much, then what can you let go of? For me right now, letting go of the fact that the house is an absolute mess because it's the end of a very fun weekend with me and the kid uh, and just focusing on being here uh, in this moment now with you. Let yourself... Give yourself permission to not do all of the things. And you have to be able to check in with yourself to know if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you feel like you just have way too much on your plate. Also, at this time of the year, there may be pressure to say yes to things when you actually want to say no. Thankfully, the pandemic has given us a built-in uh, excuse. You can say that you are practicing social distancing if you want to get out of things. But in general, try to pay attention to whether or not you're saying yes to things that you actually want to say no to, or even the inverse if you're saying no to things that you actually do want to say yes to. I talked a little bit about planning ahead. So since we are uh, dealing with the pandemic and we're not necessarily going to be able to spend as much time in person with all of our loved ones, there are a few things that you can do. You can decide to have a small pod where everyone is practicing all of the safety precautions and you agree that you're only going to see these people specifically. Um, so for instance, with your family members, you may have just your parents and you know that your parents don't really go out. And if they do, they're wearing their masks and uh, using their hand sanitizer and so on, and you are doing the same, you can agree that you can do the holidays together. Just because I think that we have to be very, very careful to walk the line between being safe 
and also remembering that we as human beings are social creatures and there is absolutely no way that we can survive in isolation. But we have to be extremely cautious. If you can at all possible, try to be outdoors and so on. And I talked about that a little bit in um, my episode about surviving the pandemic. You can also uh, agree to do video celebrations for the holidays. So that might mean you have a meal at your house while your friends or family members are joining in on a group video chat at their houses. That's an idea. Another idea is to drop things off for your loved ones, like baked goods or whatever the case might be, or doing drive-bys. The drive-by thing was really popular during the complete shutdown earlier this year, uh, particularly for birthdays. But it's a good idea even now for the holidays, and especially since it is um, cold outside here in the United States. If you do a drive-by, it's a lot easier than trying to stand outside at a distance and talk. Um, In terms of planning ahead, another thing that would be really helpful is if you feel like you need additional support during the holidays, plan ahead for who you need that support from and what that support looks like. And go ahead and ask for it now. Trust me when I say, generally speaking, if your loved ones knew that you were struggling in some way and they knew that you wanted to ask for help but did not know how to ask for help, I have heard nine times out of ten that their reaction will be, oh, you should have said something to me. I would have gladly helped you. And so it is okay to ask for support from your loved ones. For instance, if you know that um, the holidays are difficult for you emotionally, you may ask a friend if you could just do a quick phone call at the end of each week just to get through the rest of the year. Or you can ask for a friend to touch base with you via text message before you spend time with your family. Um, That's an idea. Or if you are in therapy, talking with your therapist about um, how sessions will go over the next few weeks, if they are going to be on vacation or not. Uh, So for instance, at my clinic, we are closed during the weeks of Christmas and New Year's, and uh, finding out just ahead of time what your therapist recommends if you need to be in contact for some emergency reason in that time. So I said that I was going to come back around to this. It is important now more than ever to do good for others particularly if you are capable of doing so. Like I mentioned, this pandemic is making the holiday season extra difficult for a lot of people. 
And for people who are financially affected by the pandemic, they may be going without food or without toys for kids this year. So my plan uh, personally is to continue donating. I have been donating pretty much all year long. Um, and I plan to continue donating to the local food bank to make sure that I am doing my part to make sure that families have food on their table. At work, we give um, toys to the kids at this time of the year. We've actually been doing that for a few months now. So um, that helps as well. And even if you are financially impacted by the pandemic, there are other ways that you can help others. There are ways to volunteer that do not require being in person. And if you're kind of stumped on ideas of what to do, you can always look it up online. There are tons and tons of lists of things that you can do, even if it's just uh, your neighbors. So for instance, my mother was talking about a neighbor of hers whose um, husband had recently passed away and doing just something simple as dropping off a meal. That's one way to just look out for other people. No man is an island. We live in this world together and we need to be reliant on each other and supportive of each other. And finally, another way that you can practice self-care this holiday season is by putting together a gratitude list as well as a goal-setting list. So gratitude first. It's okay to pause, to just think about all of the things that you are grateful for at this time. It has been a long, hard year in a lot of different ways, but there are multiple things that you can be grateful for. And just in acknowledging your gratitude, that is a form of self-care. And that is another way to lift your spirits because it helps you to focus on the positives versus the negatives. As I mentioned, as we're getting ready for the new year, now may be a good time to take a look at your life and your plan for the upcoming year and set some goals. Now, we need to be realistic because we don't know how long the pandemic is going to last. So if you're planning to fly around the world, uh, <laughs> maybe think that one over. But it's okay to set goals. It's okay to have things to look forward to. Those are the things that keep us going. I would encourage you to set little goals, tiny things that uh, you can do for sure, because then you can experience success and that feeling of accomplishment. And also bigger goals, things that maybe you may not do, but it would be nice if they happened. And those are a few of my ideas for how we can experience our holiday chair, but still engage in self-care.
So thank you for joining me today. Tune in every Monday and Friday. You can check out the website at healthywealthyroots.org. Join me on Instagram at healthywealthyroots and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember, our future grows from healthy, wealthy roots. Since we're halfway through November and I'm getting ready to wrap up the podcast for the year, I thought I would give a brief update on my debt-free journey. So tune in next time for that. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.